you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Warning to parents and teachers, if you're sharing these stories with children, this story may have some impact. So I suggest that the uh, teacher or parent read the story first before sharing it with a child. Today's story is Jezebel. After Jehu killed the two kings, he went back to Jezreel to find Jezebel. She knew he was coming, so she put on makeup, brushed her hair, and sat next to her second-floor window. When he arrived, she called down to him. Why are you here? To keep killing people who are better than you? He looked up at her and then yelled, Is anyone up there that's on my side? Some men who worked for the queen looked down from the window. Jehu yelled, Throw her out of the window! They picked up Jezebel and threw her out of the window. She fell to the ground, splattering blood on the wall. Jehu drove his chariot over her several times. He then went inside to get something to eat. After the meal, he said, Well, I guess we should bury her. After all, she is a queen. He sent some men out to take care of this, but they could only find her skull, feet, and the palms of her hands. They told Jehu, and he said, God spoke through Elijah when he said, Dogs will eat Jezebel at Naboth's field, and she will be fertilizer. Jehu then sent a message to the elders in Samaria. Your city walls are strong, and you have plenty of horses, chariots, and weapons. The seventy sons of Ahab live under your protection. Therefore, select one to be your king and prepare for battle. The elders were terrified when they got this letter. They sent him a message saying, We don't want to make any of these sons of Ahab our king. We're your servants, and we'll do whatever you say. He sent a message back to them. If that's true... Put the heads of those seventy sons in baskets and send them to me. So the seventy sons of Ahab were killed, and their heads were sent to Jehu. He then made sure no other relative of Ahab was still alive. Once all of this was done, Jehu made an announcement in Samaria. He said, Ahab served Baal a little, but I'm totally dedicated to him. Therefore, I'm having a great sacrifice to Baal. All the true worshippers of Baal are to be there. I'll kill anyone who misses this meeting. This announcement was made all across Israel. Baal worshippers came from every part of the nation. They filled up the temple of Baal. No one was missing. Jehu said, Look around and see if there are any servants of the Lord with us. If you see one, throw him out immediately. Only servants of Baal are welcome here. Once this was done, the people started making their burnt offerings. Jehu went outside and said to his men, Go in and kill everyone. If anyone escapes, you'll give your life for his. So the men went in and killed everyone. They then tore down the temple of Baal and made it into a large toilet. The Lord said, You have followed my instructions with enthusiasm. Therefore, your sons will be king of Israel for four generations. So Jehu reigned over Israel for twenty-eight years. I'm going to read a little scripture in 2 Kings chapter 10, 29 through 36. 
that kind of finish the story better than the story itself. Verse 29. However, Jehu did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who had made Israel sin, that is, from the golden calves that were at Bethel and Dan. And the Lord said to Jehu, Because you have done well in doing what is right in my sight, and have done to the house of Ahab all that was in my heart, your sons shall sit on the throne of Israel to the fourth generation. But Jehu took no heed to walk in the law of the Lord God of Israel with all his heart. For he did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam, who had made Israel sin. In those days the Lord began to cut off parts of Israel, and Haziel conquered them in all the territory of Israel from the Jordan eastward, all the land of Gilead, Gad, Reuben, and Manasseh, from Aror, which is the river of Arnon, including Gilead and Bashan. Now the rest of the acts of Jehu, all that he did, and all his might, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Israel? So Jehu rested with his fathers, and they buried him in Samaria. Then Jehoaz his son reigned in his place. And the period that Jehu reigned over Israel in Samaria was twenty-eight years. The story left out all that stuff about Jehu was quite the warrior and defeated all these guys, but unfortunately never stopped sinning himself. Verse uh, 1029, which I read earlier, however, Jehu did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nabot, who had made Israel sin, that is, from the golden calves that were at Bethel and Dan. Here's a commentary on that. There are certain sins that are darling to us. We must put them to death before they put us to death. Leonard Ravenhill is quoted as saying, There are only two kinds of persons, those dead in their sin and those dead to sin. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.